Believe you can, and you are halfway there. This is Wright Brennan with the Lost in the Midlands podcast, and today I am here with Miss Laura Rogers with Crafting Quilting, excuse me, Crafty Quilting Designs LLC. My friend, she is a BNI networker, veteran, entrepreneur, and she is a Alzheimer's walker too. (laughs) So that was, we really got to know each other in the Alzheimer's walk. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on today. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So that's a pretty cool quote. That is a pretty cool quote. Tell me what, what made you decide to pick that quote? So when I was in high school, um, I never got along with my stepmom, but she gave me a plaque, and that's what it said. And it's, it's sad to say, but it is the only encouraging thing I ever heard oh my as a child. Um, my grandparents were awesome, don't get me wrong. My parents were another story. I love my parents. <laughs> they will probably see this, but I love my parents. When she gave me that plaque, um, it was, of course, this is the 80s. It was just a plain plaque that was, um, probably they probably used a stencil to paint on it. It had the beveled edges. It was wooden, you know, and just had the little circle thing on top where you hung it on the wall. Um, It said, believe you can, and you're halfway there. And um, that's basically has been my mindset. Since then, because that made me believe whatever I want to do, I can do it. That is really cool that you have something that has stuck with you for Mm -hmm. so long. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. What what an impact. You know, your stepmom, she didn't even know. Right, exactly. She probably, maybe she didn't even think twice about it. She didn't, and who knows why she chose that, you know, because she was not the type to encourage, you know. If she could, unfortunately, if she could put you down, she would in some Mm -hmm. way. So, um, yeah, that is the one thing that she did for me that I will always remember. Well, we appreciate you being a shining light and not putting everybody else down. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So, a little bit about your background. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from southeast Missouri. Okay. So, not anywhere near the Midlands, but... Nowhere near the Midlands. (laughs) Yeah, my, my journey here has been... A long one. It's been an interesting one, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. At some point, you went to the military? I did. So um, after high school, I went to college. Um, ended up dropping out because I was doing what my parents thought I should do, not mm-hmm. what where my heart was. Yep. So I dropped out, went into the military. Um, thankfully, I scored high enough on the ASVAB. I could pretty much pick what I wanted, but because of that, they wanted me to do the same thing my parents wanted me to do, go into the medical field and do something. And I was like, no, (laughs) just because my parents want me to do it doesn't mean I want to do it. So um, I chose to be a linguist instead um, because I did love foreign language in high school. It took two years of Spanish. Um, But, yeah, that journey was not exactly what I wanted either, but... (laughs) You and your parents were just buttonheads from day one, weren't well, you Well, we were. Now that we're all adults, it's a totally different story. Um, you know, we get along really well. I yeah. love them. Um, and although I did not have the best childhood, I would not be who I am today had I not gone through that. Oh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. so, and then being in the ministry at the same time, 
I understand a lot more than what I would have otherwise. Okay, so you went into linguistics, is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes. That's proper, maybe that's terminology. That, that's, that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the complete terminology they used for my job title was analytic linguistic cryptologist. Rock solid. <laughs> Very cool. It involved a lot. <laughs> it involved a lot. And, and it must have had a spiritual impact because, you, you, like you said, you went into the ministry. Right. So um, that in and of itself did not have a spiritual impact on me whatsoever. I mean, I was all oh. gung-ho, stereotypical army soldier, you know. Um, when I got out, um, I was medically discharged. I ended up getting hurt. And um, when I did is when my husband and I reconnected, um, we got married um, we were in a really bad car accident and that totaled out both of our cars. And um, because we walked away from that accident, and it was really bad, like there was literally nothing left of my car but the seat that I was sitting in. Wow. Um, I could not open my door to get out. I had to crawl out of the car, which thankfully I could, you know. Um, the windows were all broken out, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> You know, but because we both walked away from that accident, um, we realized um, there's a higher purpose. There's a reason why we're still here. There's a reason why we walked away from that, you know, with barely any injuries whatsoever. My husband literally did not have a scratch on him. Wow. You know, the only thing that I walked away with was a bump on the head, um, a mild concussion, and severely bruised breastbone because the seatbelt held me in place, thankfully. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we knew something was, there's, there's something else out there for us. And yeah. we knew then without being Christians, we knew then, okay, there's a purpose. We're still here and we need to figure that out. So, um, and we were stationed in Fort Bragg at that point, And my husband was in the process of getting, accepted into the old guard, which the old guard, for those who are not military, are not familiar with that term. That is the um, unit that um, mans the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Oh, wow. The Quezon Platoon, so the Pied Piper Band and all of that, that is the old guard. You know, they all, they call it the old guard because, you know, they dress in the, um, I'm going to say, the old British type you know, outfits with the red coats and all of that. So um, he was actually accepted, but the uh, Department of the Army refused to cut his orders, and we ended up going to Germany, and we were in Vilsack, Germany. And the timing of that was they were doing a lot of cutbacks in Germany. This was in 94. They could not find a place for him. So he was literally at the reception station in Frankfurt, Germany. They could not find a place for him. Um, so he was there for two weeks, which generally you go there, you're there for a day or two, and then you're shipped off to whichever um, military post in the area. Yeah. They could not find a place for him. Um, so he ended up in Vilsack, Germany, and uh, he got there the 1st of February, and then the 1st of March, he was number two on the guest book of a church that just started, and that's where our ministry... <laughs> 
there's so Journey many began. There's so many unique pieces to your story. I, I we could do this for. I mean, as I remember sitting and talking to you, I was like, you got to come on the podcast. You got a really cool oh. story. But I want to talk about what you're doing now too. Okay. So you, we got. So you went from Germany to we're doing quilts. Yes, exactly. So. Um, Long story short, we ended up in Wilmington pastoring a church there. Cool. And my stepfather passed in 2012. My yeah. mom had to find something to do. She shared a YouTube video with me, and I was like, okay. So I watched the YouTube video, and it was about um, quilting. It was cool. like shortcuts and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's a whole lot easier than what I thought it would be, right? <laughs> so here I am at that point being a seamstress. I could do all these curved seams and create draperies and slip covers and all kinds of things, right? And never thought I would like quilting because all that sewing, oh, it's just straight seams most of it, so it's a whole lot easier than doing what I was doing. It's boxes. Oh, yeah. Well, it could be, yeah. Could it could be, be a lot of things. It could be, you know, diagonal lines, too, That's for that true. matter. So, yeah. So right now you have this really cool business where you are making personalized quilts for businesses, homeowners, not like any anybody right, who exactly. And you and tell me if I'm wrong. You're collecting memories and things in people's past, and, and you put them on. So tell me a little bit about a couple like recent quilts. Okay, you've done. so um, a recent quilt, one that kind of touches me. Um, it was personal to me. I knew the lady. Yeah. Um, the CEO of our church organization, his wife passed in, I believe it was 2021. Um, it was COVID that um, caused her death, but she had a lot of underlying health issues. Like she was diabetic. She had gout. She had um, just recently within the past few years prior to that um, had fought breast cancer in one. You know, she just had a lot of things going on and COVID got her. Um, we all expected her to pull through because, you know, everybody pulls through, right? Yeah, That's yeah. where your brain goes. So um, she didn't. So um, I basically got in touch with several um, colleagues in the ministry that knew her. And I said, hey, write down a memory. Write down your favorite memory that you have of her. And I worked with her daughter. Um, she and I actually graduated seminary together, so I, I've, I've known her for several years. And um, I said, hey, send me your favorite, your favorite picture of your mom. So she sent me the picture. So I took all of those memories, and, of course, all the ministry people that I know, they're yeah. scattered literally across the globe. So they emailed or texted, you know, their memories. Some of them, they took a picture of their little handwriting and did it. Others, they just texted or emailed. So I took it and made it look like handwriting, transferred it onto fabric and created the quilt. So literally awesome. handwritten memories are on that quilt. That, that is really cool. And there's another one you were telling me about too that made the news. <laughs> yes. So um, I can also do the same thing for pets. <laughs> Believe it or not. You know, yeah. So um, you don't necessarily write down memories that you have of your pets. You know, normally with pets, it's more photos that yeah. show their personality or whatever. So um, I was on WIS uh, TV and uh, Madeline Stewart interviewed me for the, at that time, the brand new show, Soda City Living. Cool. And um, I was supposed to have been on that first week, but I wasn't. But nevertheless, she had a cat that they found in a parking lot as a kitten. And um, it had actually been run over by a car. 
So oh its lower jaw was broken. They had to remove half of it. Yeah. So every picture they have of the cat, her tongue is sticking out because she's missing half of her lower jaw that would hold it in, uh, which is odd for a cat. You know, you see this long pink tongue hanging. Um, so anyway, so she sent me a picture of her cat, gave me the name and everything, and we created a memory quilt about her cat. So that was on the news, and um, yeah, that was that was interesting. So we also partner with some of the pet funeral homes that yeah. we have around town and create those for others as well. That's awesome. This is Wright Brennan, the owner of Sea Wright Roofing. When it comes to the maintenance of your roof, you want to know that you have an experienced team that knows what they're doing. And with 10 years in the business, we check all the boxes. Leaky roof, storm damage, or just overdue on maintenance, give us a call at 803-828-4181 for a free estimate. Again, that's 803-828-4181. And remember, our commitment is to roof it the right way. Um, you're also in B&I. I and, am. And uh, it, it's made an impact on your business. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. Um, so uh, now I'm new to B&I. I've only been in since June. So, you know, five months roughly. Yeah. And one thing that it has really impacted me on is realizing what else is possible with what I can do, you know, what else can I do? You know, it's taught me to think outside the box and there are ways that I can work with other business owners. Yeah. No matter what business you're in, every business has memories, you know, and, um, so when I first started BNI, my mindset was the typical quilting, you know, um, for the memory quilts, I need funeral homes. For um, the custom designs, I need interior decorators. You know, that's where my mind was when I first joined. But since I've joined, uh, I also work with PAG Marketing and Brand Buzz for oh, yeah. promotional items because because I have the capability of printing onto fabric. Yeah. You know, you send me your logo, I'll put it on fabric and make something for you. So very cool. Um, those ideas are only because of BNI. So there is so much potential in my business that I otherwise would have never known. That's all. BNI's got so many different like pieces to it. Exactly. Know? It just exactly. continues to help you improve. Tell me, what advice would you give to somebody who's interested in going out on their own? And- Be confident. And I don't mean being confident in your business or in yourself. Be confident in whatever product you're offering. Know your stuff. And don't let others dissuade you if that is where your heart is. So my quote I gave you, believe you can and you're halfway there. If you want to start a business, believe in your product. Believe in your own capabilities. And if you don't have the capabilities, believe the fact that you can learn. Yep. You know, you can be trained. You can train yourself. You know, there is so much out. Curtis was mentioning YouTube. He learned how to do all this on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube's got everything. Go to YouTube. Learn your trade, you know. He is a professional. Right. <laughs> you know, but if you believe you can, 
don't be afraid. It will be hard work. You might have to dig in a bit. You might have to, you know, go get more resources to support it in the beginning. But don't be afraid. Go for it. If that's where your heart is, that's where your happiness is. Heck yeah. Love it. Tell me where we can find you. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash craft or quilting designs. You can go to craftyquiltdesigns.com. You can find me locally. My cell is 910-398-2204. I'm also on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Awesome. Fantastic. Thanks so much for coming on. you got an amazing business, and I just love hearing more about your story. So. There's so much. I could probably write a book. I, it's, it's time. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback.